Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into a brand new episode of the Face Turn Podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network. I'm your host, Noah Trombley, joined, as always, by Mike the Punmaster Rifkin. Uh, Lawrence Patchman Lang is not with us tonight. We're recording this extremely late, and Patchy had to go to bed, understandably so. But Mike, how are you doing this fine evening? Doing well, man. How are you? Doing good. Uh, we've been on a little bit of hiatus for a little bit. Um, I recently went home, and so I was not with my computer and stuff. So um, it's been a couple weeks. So we've got a lot of stuff to um, talk about here. Uh, we're going to just start, though, um, with uh, Survivor Series and Full Gear. This was AEW and WWE's respective pay-per-views that they had um, the week before and the week of Thanksgiving. Um, obviously, like I said, we have not recorded since those shows. Uh, so Mike, just starting with full gear, because, you know, this episode would be really long if we, you know, went through the whole show, Mm -hmm. just really quick. Give me like a minute review of the show. I enjoy, I enjoyed full gear. I thought for for the most part, what AEW does really well is they put on a really good pay-per-view. The one caveat is there get a little long in the tooth? But outside of that, fun show. MJF over Moxley because of the re- of Regal's interference. We didn't get that payoff. I don't know if we're going to touch on Regal tonight, but we didn't can. get that payoff with Moxley and Regal. But uh, good, solid show. Yeah, uh, I echo those thoughts. A really, really solid show. Uh, they they hit another home run with these pay per views. Um, you know the only really dud match was Cargill versus Nyla Rose. I just wasn't up for that one. But you know, obviously, you know the Elite versus Death Triangle. That's you know match of the year candidate. That match was insane. Um, you had um, oh my god, well, I can't think of the card right now. Um, Moxley and MJF was a really really fun match. Off the story of MJF. Um, and Regal turning on Moxley to help MJF win the title finally. And, you know, we all saw it coming from a mile away, but, you know, sometimes the obvious thing is the right thing to do, and MJF needs this title run. He needs to be the face of AEW for a good while at the very least, at least until next All Out. That that would be my thing. He needs to hold title to at least then. Um, Moxley did a great job with it. Um you had that oh the fatal four way match between Jericho, Claudio, Sammy Guevara, and Brian yep. Danielson for the ROH World Championship. That is might be in my contention for match of the year. That match was so much fun. Um, so yeah, it was the, a really really fun the, show. The triple threat with Wardlow. Oh my Hobbs. god, yeah. I mean, spot of the year goes to Wardlow pulling off the the jump up on the top rope and then a senton bomb onto both Hobbs and Joe uh on on in the ring that was like blew my mind wardlow i was gonna say this now mike i really think for all out if they're if they want to say if they want mjf to lose the world championship at all out it should be wardlow i I think that makes the most sense wardlow makes so much sense and he should be rocketed to the top after mjf i think it would just be so much sense but all right, so after Full Gear, the week after, we had Survivor Series, which, of course, brought back War Games. We had both the War Games matches, and then we had uh, Ronda Rousey versus Shanti Blackheart. We had Riddle and – or, I'm sorry, we had Rollins versus Theory versus Bobby Lashley for the U.S. Championship. And then we had um, 
I can't think of the other match. AJ versus Finn. Oh, AJ versus Finn. So Mike, which same was thing. great. Yeah, okay, so Mike, same thing. What was your thoughts of Survivor Series War Games? Really good. I thought it was a solid show. Again, I, I disappointed in the results of both War Games because I think at one at some point you got to show that this. At some point, there's got to be cracks in the bloodline. And in the women's one, you needed to give damage control a solid win here. They didn't do it. So I'm kind of what happens next with damage control. Yeah, I was a bit flustered by the I, I was I was like that with the first war games match, the women's one, because like, yeah, damage control needs a big win here. Like, what are we doing with them? I don't know what like what the end game here is with them. Uh, the second one, I'm much more forgiving on it because it furthered this story of Sami Zayn in the bloodline. And it looks like now like he's fully earned like the bloodline's respect and trust because Jey Uso, him and him, him and Jay have been having troubles. And I I don't know why, but this bit of storytelling was so perfect, Mike, for me. It was when Roman grabbed Jimmy and said, no, you're mm-hmm. not going Sammy going Sammy's because J- going. Jay was the only one in the ring. And he said, "No, Sammy's going in." I love that storytelling bit. And we'll see where this goes with the bloodline. A lot of people are expect are speculating that they're going to do their whole um, celebration for Sammy tomorrow, and they're going to festival of friendship him. Maybe, maybe that's true. Who knows? But I, like I said, I'm much more forgiving of that one because it the storytelling was so good in it that I'm willing to forgive the bloodline winning. Um, so, but other than that, you know, both the matches were really good. Um, AJ versus Finn was a phenomenal, uh, the triple threat U S title match was very good. The only real dud was, um, Rousey and Shanzi. I don't know what happened there. I don't know if it's Rousey just doesn't want to work anymore, or they just didn't want to work with each other because it was very clunky, very bad. It was boring. Honestly, so, I mean, the one video that went viral was the DDT that was no sold, basically. Yeah, yeah, basically no selling of of that move. So, yeah, very um, very interesting. Um, so we'll see where this goes with Ronda. I I don't know if it's her. I don't know if it's just the two of them, but we'll see. All right. So that's the two pay per views that we missed covered. Now we've got to get into the three big pieces of news that have broken in the last week or so. The first one being what happened over yesterday and the day before. So on NXT on Tuesday night, we'll record this on Wednesday the 15th. On Tuesday, Mandy Rose shockingly lost the NXT Women's Championship to Roxanne Perez. Perez had won the opportunity to face Rose uh, by winning the Survivor Challenge at deadline, she said, we're going to do the match tonight. She did, and she won. And a lot of people were like, whoa, okay, good for Roxanne. But, like, that's a crazy just out-of-nowhere title change for Rose to lose the championship. Well, on Wednesday, we found out why. Because it was reported by Fightful that and the Wrestling Observer that Mandy Rose has been released from WWE. So she goes from NXT Women's Champion on Tuesday to release the very next day. Now, according to 
all the reports, the reason that Mandy Rose has been has been let go is because of some content that she's been posting on this thing called a fan time page. Now, for anyone who doesn't know what a fan time page is, basically just think of it like an OnlyFans. You are putting racy or expose type photos and videos on this page and people pay for the right to see them. They so like Rose's subscription is $30 a month. You pay this money and she will post the content that you paid for. Well, apparently WWE officials thought the content was quote outside the parameters of Rose's contract because WWE is a PJ company and yada yada yada. They felt that the photos and videos were too R or even X-rated. Some people have said that they were some X-rated photos on there. Um, so they felt that they were in a tough position and they said they didn't know what to do. So they decided just to, Hey, let Mandy Rose go. So before we get into the details of, of what people are criticizing WWE for, Mike, what's just your initial reaction to Rose being let go? Shocked. I I think disappointing. I think. And that's a big one for me because you're talking about not only just the NXT, the now former NXT Women's Champion, but you're talking about someone who has really improved on her craft. Someone who, let's be realistic, unless you've been living under a rock for basically the past year plus, Toxic Attractions run NXT. They are, they were the best thing about NXT, not just based on their looks, but in the ring, they were great. They cut great promos and they, they had everything you wanted Mm -hmm. and to see the leader get released. I'm it's sad and it's disappointing. Yeah, I mean, I echo those, Mike. This is really shocking to me. When when uh, our friend Adam posted this in our group chat, I looked at it and I said, wait, what? She's been let go for what? Like, what's the reason? And then we find out about this. But, yeah, this is very shocking. And it's just like, I don't know what the um, – I don't know what they were thinking um, to, to see a women's champion like this go for 413 days over a year – as NXT Women's Champion, and then for her to just, she's gone. Like, that's it. It's 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 over, done with. Um, Just really, really surprising because, you know, to have this title change and then all of a sudden she's gone. And it's like, okay, uh, what? I, I need to process this for a second. But now we need to get into the main subject of this. And... I am I am not happy with WWE Mike and here's why because so according to them problem was is that she was posting these photos on the fan time page and according to them it was not following the the parameters of her contract that's how they worded this so basically a lot of people just have clarified that that means that she was posting posting R and X rated photos then that's what they they just didn't like that. Well, I have two things to say about this, and this is why I'm mad. Because this is not like 
someone's photos getting leaked. This isn't like someone stole her information and leaked photos online because that, you know, and this is a paid service that kids like kids should not be able to get to this because they shouldn't have the income or the means to get to this page. It should be what it's intended for. It should be for adults only. They've when you go to an OnlyFans or a fan time page, it literally says that in big bold letters. You have to pay for this. It's only made for 18 plus. It's it's made for adults only. No kids should be on this. Now, of course, you're gonna have kids who probably steal credit cards or stuff like that. And but what are you gonna do? That's just gonna happen, you know, unfortunately. But the other thing is, is that so you're talking about a company that not only back in the day, let's not talk about back in the day, because I know people have brought that up, but fair enough, like whatever. But Mike, what was Toxic Attraction's whole gimmick? They were beautiful women. That was the whole gimmick. They were beautiful, attractive women who were very sexualized during their time, but they owned it. Mandy Rose is chilling by the pool with the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, Jane and oh, what's the other one's Gigi. name? Gigi. They're like strutting around in these fancy and these amazing dresses, and they're in bikinis by the pool with the women with the tag team championships. So it's so hypocritical of WWE to say, "Hey, we've sexualized you in NXT for the last year and a half, but the fact that you're getting paid now to to." Do this on your own. We don't like that. And that's just where I think the problem is. It's not the content she was posting. It's the fact she was making money off it. Uh, what, do, what do you think, Mike? Well, I, I'm going to make a comparison and then I'm going to do it. Remember about a year or maybe a little bit more, though, they had problems with people on Twitch. Yes. And all, all, all other things like they were making money on that, and they they got bent out of shape. My be, I, I I'm with you because for, first and foremost, no kid should look at these kinds of photos. And if argument's sake, if the kid is under ten, the parent should be watching them on the computer, or someone's right. watching them on the exactly. computer. That that that's the point. Two, I'm gonna go to back in the day because this is a company that very well allowed their women. At times they were called divas. That's no longer a thing, but they allowed them to pose for Playboy. And what's Playboy? Arguably the most well-known porn magazine of all time. Provocative, yeah, provocative magazine. So now I'm sure there was a deal in place where they make money off of it with Hugh Hefner. I'm sure there was a deal in place. I'm not 100% sure on that. But if your problem is she's making money off of this, then we have a bigger issue with the company as a whole. But my question is, well, I have two questions. One of these questions was, how many times was this discussed with her? Mm -hmm. 
Like, if it was brought up, hey, listen, I know you have this thing going. Could you tone it down a little bit? And if she gave a hard time, then okay. I can understand we could have that conversation. But to outright release her, I, I something's fishy in here. And I don't like the smell of it. Right, exactly. And 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 I agree with you, Mike. If if WWE had gone to her and had said, Hey, we understand you have this, but if you could just let's just say for argument's sake, they go, Hey, if you want to post some bikini pics or some very suggested pics, that's fine. Just don't post the X-rated stuff. Like, don't show anything. If you do that, we're cool. And if she continued to do it after that then okay, maybe I can forgive WWE for letting her go because, well, you, you told her you didn't want her, you didn't want her to do this and she disobeyed your orders. I can understand that. But we have not heard anything about this since now. And it's like, okay, did you bring this up to her? Because this is the first I'm ever hearing of this fan page. This is the first anyone's mostly hearing about this fan page unless you had subscribed to her before. And I, I, according to the fan page, she's had it for quite a bit. So why is it a problem now? I don't know. You're right, Mike. Something is fishy here, and I don't think anyone likes the smell of it. And of course, now you know we've got trending of like give of like justice for Mandy Rose, because again, if I understand it doesn't fit the PG image of WWE, but it's a paid service. That children should that it it's yeah it's X-rated stuff, but it's behind a massive paywall that no one above eighteen should be able to a get to or b afford. You know, so and again, you're right. Parents should be more um, wary of their kids when they're online because I I love this argument of people being like she's a role model for young women. She shouldn't be doing this stuff. It's like. The bigger question is why is how is your kid getting to that? How is your kid seeing this stuff? That would be my question. So yeah, just very hypocritical. I think of WWE that you know you mentioned that they were with Playboy back in the day. They were with Girls Gone Wild back in the day. And again, like I said, Toxic Attraction, Mandy Rose and Gigi and Jace JC's uh, whole gimmick was they are beautiful women who can kick your ass. That was their whole gimmick. They sexualized the crap out of out of Mandy Rose. Now, don't get me wrong. I think they did it in the right way. Like she was a. Let me try to think of this right. She was like a um. What's that term called? The like woman who could kill you, like some red something or like a black widow type of thing. She owned it. She owned the sexuality. She used it to her advantage. So that's fine. If it if it makes sense, that's fine. But for you to do that with her character and then turn around and be not okay with this, it's like he kind of got two different messages here because I'm sorry. You look at some of the stuff they did in NXT with Toxic Attraction and it's kind of racy stuff. Not going to lie. Uh, remember, Mike? Remember the um thing they did with Mandy Rose and Jimmy Uso? She kept trying mm. to get him to cheat on her, and they were yeah. in the hotel room, and she's like in this like black lingerie. She's in lingerie. And it's, like, it's like okay, 
So you can do that, but if she does that on a fan page, that, you know, that you, you're not okay with that? Like, okay. This comes down to one word. Money. She was yeah. making money. And she was making good money off of this. And she was making, from what I've read, she was making basically main roster money down in NXT. Yeah. But let's be real on this here. She put in the work. She put in the effort to make herself a better wrestler. And that was one of everyone's biggest complaints on her when she first came up. She can't wrestle. She's just beautiful. Well, guess what? She went to NXT. She busted her ass. And she became the the NXT Women's Champion for over a year. Mm -hmm. And we're going to penalize her over using her beauty to make herself money. This is a problem because think of photo shoots. Think of photo shoots that, that these beautiful women do. Bikini photos. Lingerie photos. Mm-hmm. Are we going to start seeing a problem with that too? Or because maybe that person who's taking the photos is on WWE's payroll. No problems with those. No problems with that. Like, at first I thought, okay, she lost the title. This writes her off. She'll return. She's in the Women's Rumble. Mm. Not going to happen now. Yeah. And it's a problem. For me, this is an issue. And what kills you, like, is like you've been, what you've just mentioned, like, I'm looking at her twitter page right now and i'm pretty sure this was a wwe sanctioned photo it's mandy rose by a pool and all she has covering herself are the uk women's and the nxt women's tag team champions that's all she has covering herself so you're so you're okay with doing that photo shoot but if she's doing it on her own no okay clearly see what your problem is and and Another thing I wanted to bring up, like, and, and you mentioned it, was the whole Twitch thing where they shut down the Twitch stuff where they said, hey, we don't want people doing Twitch anymore. And it's like, why? Because they're making money and because you're not paying them enough. It's just clear that WWE does not like side hustles. They don't like when people make money out of outside of the parameters of their of their company, because here's the thing. They keep saying it was outside the parameters of her contract. I want to see what that contract said. You know what I mean? Here's my other question. Like, who was uncomfortable with this? Right. Was it was it Triple H? Was it Shawn Michaels? Was it Stephanie McMahon? Was it Double Agent Nick Khan? I I mean, who who had the issue here? Right. Like, was it making her late for NXT? Was it making her late to train at the performance center or was she doing it on her own time? Right. And I think there's a lot of stuff we're going to have to figure out about this or we're, we're going to need to get released because here's the thing. What's funny is that we have not heard a re- official release yet from WWE or from Mandy. All we've heard from Mandy is she said, um, Oh, she said something about the page. Let me just make sure I've, um, Hold on, I need to find the latest article about that. Okay, it's from the New York Post. Uh, Rose, 
uh, what was posted in my photos. Um, let's see, where is it? Um, my bad. I'm trying to find the quote. Okay. Rose put on the fan time page. She wrote on the page itself. She said, Hey guys, thank you for all the messages. I've received so much love over the last couple of days. I appreciate each and every one of you. Um, I am overloved. I am overwhelmed with all the love and support from you guys. And don't worry. The page is still up. Winky face. So, so we'll see what happens with Mandy Rose. You know, again, we have not heard an official statement. I mean, that might be official as it gets with Mandy Rose, because I mean, who knows? We, we have not heard. We still haven't heard an official release on Sasha Banks or Naomi yet. So are well, they officially- according to a report from today or, or that I've read today, Banks's contract, they basically tore up over the summer. Yeah, and but again, she's not coming. Back. But again, we haven't heard an official like no, Asha right. Banks has been released by WWE. We haven't heard that. It's just been a very quiet like oh, she's out. She's kind of out the door now. Um, so I don't know. Maybe this will be the same thing. Maybe it's just like, hey, Mandy Rose is gone, and we're just gonna kind of act like she never happened or something like that. So we'll see. Uh, so so Mike, just for the last question here, um, is it AEW now? Or do you think she'll just keep doing this stuff? I don't think she needs to do AEW. If she's going to go to AEW, go ahead. But I'll tell you this. If I'm the WWE, I would pop back on this train very quickly. Mm-hmm. I would try to resolve this. I as soon as possible, but because I want, I, I you know, what? I'm going to change. I'm going to pull a Roddy Piper. Just when you think you got the answers, I'm going to change the question. What if? And I'm throwing the what if out there. What if this was Charlotte Flair? What if this was Becky Lynch? What if this was Bianca Belair or Alexa? Bl- Would the same kind of treatment happen? With one of your marquee make mega stars on the main roster, I that's a question I want to know. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. What like what if this was say Bailey who just came back and just getting this huge push? Is she gonna be treated like this? Is she gonna be like, hey, this is not right? Go out, get out of here. Or is she gonna get the preferential treatment? And yeah, I, I hope WWE resolves this with her. I hope they figure something out. Maybe if she just stops posting the X-rated photos, maybe they'll let her keep doing it and they can bring her back because if she's a surprise entrance in the Women's Royal Rumble, I'd be so for that and for her to go back to the main roster because I can tell you right now, SmackDown's women di- women's division kind of needs her right now, if anything. They can use all three of them. Yeah, they could use Toxic Attraction real bad. Right now, if they were to bring all three of them up, they could they could really help SmackDown Women Division because Raw is fine, but SmackDown's struggling a little bit now. Because here's the thing: I know a lot of people were saying like, "Oh, what if you brought back Toxic Attraction and Charlotte?" And I said that would be a reset of the SmackDown Women's Division for sure. So um, pair JC and GG up with Charlotte. No, no, no. Bring Toxic oh. Attraction up and Charlotte at the same Charlotte time. Were- but like have all okay. four of them come back and it's like, okay, there's a reset right there. There's like, you know, but bunch of more feuds and stuff. So, but we'll see what happens with Mandy. Rose. But I'll say this. If Mandy doesn't come back and you want to keep the whole toxic attraction thing going, 
I wouldn't be against pairing JC Gigi with Liv Morgan. Hmm. I'd be for that too. I think Liv could use a like a character change, and Liv, I think, definitely could fit the mold of what you need to be for toxic attraction. Yeah, exactly. I think she could definitely fit that. Um, so but we'll see what happens with this whole Mandy Rose thing um going forward, and we'll get definitely keep you guys uh updated. Well, another thing that's come out um and has been more critical of WWE has been how certain other people have been treated when they've messed up. And that is, of course, referring to Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle, uh, according to wrestling, uh, an article by Wrestling Incorporated by Dakota Cohen, Matt Riddle has reportedly been suspended by WWE for failing the company's wellness policy for a second time. Riddle was written off TV following an attack from Solo Sokoa on the December 6th edition of Raw, and it now appears that as though the angle was due to, to, the, to the suspension. Pro Wrestling Journalist Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio questioned WWE's decision-making regarding its handling of the situation with Riddle. Quote, if that story is accurate, there are a lot of questions on that one. The claim is that his second failure, but he was never suspended for his first failure, and they're supposed to announce every failure on the main roster, and they haven't announced either failure. The report, which came from Cassie Haynes of Bison.net, said that Riddle's first wellness policy failure occurred several months ago during the lead-up to SummerSlam, hence the reason why his match with Seth Rollins was canceled at, at SummerSlam. Um, so, so yeah, Mike, so you take what happened, we just talked about with Mandy Rose, now you mm-hmm. throw this into the mix, and now, now, of course, let's just be clear on this, none of this stuff is directed towards Matt Riddle. He he, yeah. he messed up. Whatever. Now, now it should should be noted it's not pot because they don't they care don't test for that anymore, anymore because it's legal. They and, don't test for that I anymore. Mean, it's got to be something else. But now it's just this whole storm because you have Mandy Rose getting suspended for this content. Matt Riddle's just been has had two reportedly two wellness violations, and he's always been punished for one of them. And not only that, he's not suspended or or he's not let go, but Mandy Rose is. It's just been a storm for WWE lately and their PR team, especially because of the decision. So, Mike, before we get into like the whole comparison with this and Mandy Rose, just what was your reaction to Matt Riddle being suspended? I was like, bro, <laughs> there's no look. look. First of all, I didn't know he failed the first one, so Dave Meltzer gets a point there because I didn't know he failed one. But like t- to me, you know what they te- – this goes for anyone. This isn't just the Riddler. This isn't just anybody. You know what they're testing for. Why are you willing to put this, whatever it is, into your body? That's my issue here. Like, it, it's not the fact that he he did it. Like, it's just you have to be smarter than this. And th- this is just uh, on both cases. I, I'll include Mandy in this too. Like, it's just think before you post. Uh, but this is just like I know his gimmick is. I'm an out. I'm a stoner who likes to ride a scooter, and I like to say the word "bro," and I walk around in a pair of flip flops even during the winter time. 
but you just got to be smarter. Like, he was one of the big players on Raw before this. He was huge. And now it's, bro, where am I going from here? Yeah, uh, this is a really bad thing because I don't know what he would have gotten popped for. Supposedly, he's in rehab now, so... I don't know what the hell he I got. I think that's popped. mandated in the thing. Yeah, it must be mandated in the thing. But I'd love to know what he got popped for because if it's not marijuana. I don't know what he could have been doing. I mean, unless it's steroids. But do you really need that rehab for steroids? I guess maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I hope this is all true. And I hope that Riddle is okay. And I hope that he gets the help he needs. Um, But yeah, the bigger story here is how WWE's handling all of this. Matt Riddle gets supposedly popped once, doesn't get suspended. Then he gets popped a second time, gets suspended. But some people have gotten popped and have been fired. Some people have been popped and got suspended the first time. Some people have been popped and not get suspended. And when you lump that in with the whole Mandy Rose thing, it's like, what are the rules here? Okay, is it three strikes you're out? Is it based on each case because it's just it's not and people point this out and it's not fair that matt riddle gets popped twice for drugs and he doesn't get he doesn't get fired yet mandy rose posts a couple of racy photos on a website that people have to pay for and she's out the door within minutes not very equal equal fair here my question is this who's writing these rules right who's in charge who's making all these decisions is it a, a group of people head by stephanie nikon and triple h is it one of them is it none of them is it is is john cena visible again and he's making all the decisions is Shane McMahon back making decisions? I don't know. Put a name, put put a name to all of this, and then we could go from there. But it if you don't put the name out there, we don't know who to look at. Yeah, and it's been I, I think rightly so. WWE's been heavily criticized by this. Not only the treatment of Mandy Rose, but how it's not fair to Riddle or even Mandy Rose for the treatment that they've received. And they have to be more consistent about what these rules are. Like you said, who's writing them and what are they? Is it, is it strike system? Is it like, what is, what are the rules here? What can I do? What can I not do? Because I highly doubt if Mandy Rose Going back to that, I would highly doubt if Mandy Rose is in the position that she's in, and she's more than likely going to probably get a main roster call probably after WrestleMania, right? If she, I would highly doubt that she would put that whole thing at risk for these racy photo things. Now, I get she was making a lot of money off of it, but don't you think she would she would probably not risk that? One would think. Right. Unless she just didn't care. And we'll obviously we'll have to figure out more as we go along, but yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, so that's the situation with Riddle. We'll see what happens when he comes back after, after his rehab. Um, and hopefully maybe we can get more information on what he was suspended for, what exactly is going on. Why wasn't he suspended the first time? 
But when we get more information, we will definitely let you guys know. Because, again, this one is kind of more – we don't really know yet, and we don't really know about the Mandy Rose situation. We know it's the photos, but we don't know what they had exactly had their problem with. And we'll see if we get an official announcement of, of Mandy Rose being let go. Now, on to the very last piece of news, and this one we're going to have to go into depth on, and I don't want to do it, but reportedly, uh, this is from uh, uh, Cage Side Seats, quote, earlier this week, the Wall Street Journal reported that Vince McMahon has told people that he intends to return to WWE. All of a sudden, the story of his disgraceful resignation as chairman and CEO of WWE in July following a hush money scandal is anything but settled business. On the latest edition of Reference and Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer explained that the decision on Vince's return is ultimately up to the WWE board of directors, where it should be understood that bringing McMahon back is a, quote, huge risk. Quote, Vince wants back. Vince is the majority shareholder. He owns the most voting power. He does not own 50% of the stock, but he does own probably close to 80 of the voting power. If it was a private company, he could be in tomorrow. But because it's a public company, the board of directors have the final say. Their job is to look out for the company, and they they very, may very well believe, and probably do, that Vince coming back would not be the best thing. Quote, because these allegations that are public, if he came back, there would definitely be issues with some sponsors, especially on the Fox side of things. It would be a big, big, big risk. So... I uh, well, this also comes on the heels of two more accusers stepping forward according to the Wall Street Journal. So this all happens uh, during these whole more accusers are coming out. And quote, I remember uh, one article mentioned that Vince reportedly said he had gotten bad advice about his leaving. And that's why he wants to come back. Now, again, the big thing to remember here, Mike, and I think, you know, this is where we can take a sigh of relief is, like Meltzer said, this is just Vince saying, telling people he wants to come back. So it's not like there's any merit to this. Like Meltzer said, the board of directors is the one who is are the people who have the final say in this. So with that being said, Mike, do you think they let him back in or do you think they're going to put their foot down? It's a hard decision. If I were on that board, I would not let him back in. You're taking a major risk. And there are a lot of parts to this. The first part you mentioned, sponsorships, especially with Fox and and how that's going to go. Two, I the company's in a good place right now. Things are going well and smoothly. Like, wh- why, why would you want to change that up? And, and the other thing is, like, there are more allegations coming out. Why do you want this headache as a black cloud over your entire company? So now, here, here's the person I, I want to listen to this. Because I know you're listening, Stephanie McMahon Helmsley. I would pull your father aside and say, look, Dad, I love you. You have built this entire empire. But there is no way 
we can have you back. Whether it's making day-to-day decisions, whether it's on-screen, off-screen, you are going to cast a lot of doubt over the company, and you are going to cost the company a lot of money. So, no, I would not let you back in. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to let him back in. I really don't think they will. Because, again, like I said, I, and I, lo- I, I love when people were freaking out about this. Like, oh, my God, he's coming back. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is just Vince saying he wants to come back. That's like me saying I want to win the Super. I'm going to win the Super Bowl. It, it has no merit right now, you know, especially because he left. Um, you can't bring Vince back. If I'm on the board of directors, I'm putting my foot down saying, no, you're not coming back. That's final. This is there. We're too, this isn't like if, if this all stuff had happened back in the nineties or something, and I'm not saying it's, you know, it should be like this, but the very least if 30 years had gone by, it's like, okay, you know, maybe it, I don't know. But it just happened last year. And you're trying to do this when two more accusers have stepped up and accused you of doing more shady stuff. So, I, yeah, the board of directors, I, they're going to have a fight because Vince is going to be stubborn as hell and he's going to want back in. But if I'm talking to the board of directors, you have to put your foot down. You cannot let this man back in the company because, like you said, Mike, WWE is such in a good place right now with Triple H. Yeah, we've had our hiccups, but the storylines are so much better. The the wrestling is is the focal focal point of the shows. I mean, let's face it, Mike. Excluding SummerSlam, look at the two pay per views Triple H has, or look at the three pay per views Triple H has produced: Crown Jewel, Survivor Series, and Extreme Rules. All three of them have been either good to great. And Raw's watchable again. Yeah, Raw's watchable again on for the most part. SmackDown is really good now. You know, the whole bloodline thing has been excellent. And just like I said, the biggest thing right now is that the wrestling is now the focal point of the show. They're actually allowed to wrestle. I mean, what was oh, uh, not this past week's Raw, but the week beforehand. KO and J- Jimmy or J Uso had a great main event match on Raw. It's like, yeah. finally, we're allowed to have wrestling again. And here's my question for him. Like, who gave you bad legal advice? Right. Like, like I don't know. If I'm under investigation for something, I would want the best legal team I can get. Right. And you're going to, but you're going to sit there. And you're going to say, eh, everything's okay. I want to come back. Either one of three things. One, I don't know how this could happen, but one, you're are you out of money? Is that a problem here? Two, like, did, did you find a way to say, okay, things are, I'm going to sweep things under the rug so I can come back now. That's not true because two more accusers just came forward. I I don't even want to say, are you bored? Because I really could care less if he's bored or not. Yeah, right. So 
what's the reason that you have to come back? And, and I don't want to hear people say, oh, he deserves a second chance. Few things here. One, the more the the more accusers that come out, no, he doesn't deserve a second chance. No. Two, if I'm the board, I I would just sit there and say, listen, you're you keep fighting us to come back. You're hurting your own legacy. Mm-hmm. And everything you've built this up to be, that should matter to you as a person. Because we don't want to remember you as the guy who, you know, ha- had all these issues. We want to remember you as Vic- Vince McMahon, the creator of sports entertainment, the creator of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You know, that's who we want to know. That's who we want to. Idolize you as not this perverted demon who right. probably subscribed to who probably subscribed to Mandy Mandy Rose's fan page. He probably did. He probably did. But he, yeah, no, I I've had. I, a, you, you knew I was gonna do it. I knew you were gonna do it as soon as you started saying it. I'm like, oh god, he's going there. But yeah, no, I, I would a. <laughs> not only do I want to know who gave you this bad legal advice, what was this bad legal advice? Because if he told you to retire, that's good legal advice. Because you weren't going to survive that. So unless he told you to drop the company or something, he gave you good legal advice. You just don't think it's good legal advice. Two. You talk about the legacy thing. Yeah, he's hurting his own legacy because he's so stubborn that he's just like, I'm going to come back to my company. And and I'm hoping the board of directors puts a hand in his face and says, no, reality check, dude. You, you made this company public. So we have the power now, not you. Because like Meltzer said, if this was a privately owned company or like, like WWE was back in the day, he probably would have walked back in yesterday. Because it's a private company. He can do whatever he wants with it. But because he made the decision to go public, they now have to worry about sponsors and um, their public image. And the board of directors has to take all that into consideration. So it's like you screwed yourself on that, dude. When you knew that you were doing this kind of stuff, you should not have taken this company public if, you know, if he was being an evil genius, so to speak. Um uh, so, yeah, and when you have two new accused coming out, no, you don't deserve a second chance. You're done. Just accept your reality and go back. I, I, I'm i with you, Mike. I don't know how he could have run out of money by now. He shouldn't have. Because I, I would imagine he's still getting money from WWE because he built it, I would imagine. Or imagine there I was... I think some, there's something going on. Yeah, th- there's something fishy going on with this as well, of like... Okay, what? Why all of a sudden you want to come back? Riddle's been suspended. Mandy Rose's been fired for these sexy photos. And it's like, okay, this all seems like connected somehow. And I don't know how, but man, WWE is, uh, they're in an interesting spot right now. And I don't know whether it's good or bad. You know, I mean, I'd call it an interesting, I, I would just call it interesting. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I wouldn't call it good. 
because publicity to the naked eye, it's bad stuff for the most part. But if you turn it around, and there's all there's really two ways you turn turn it around, and there's way for each. You bring back Mandy because we both think this is stupid. Mm -hmm. Riddle kicks whatever demons he has, and he comes back better than ever. And instead of bro, he starts saying dude. He becomes the new dude love, and we never see Vince McMahon again. You do all that, but you if, fix the image. The, the, the only time I ever want to hear Vince McMahon's name again is when they eventually immortalize him into the Hall of Fame. They'll probably do some statue or some really elaborate thing with him. Oh, I'm thinking they're going to do that anyway, but yeah, get the Hall of Fame out of the way, and then you can go on from there. But outside of that, it's sayonara, dude. Yeah. See you, bud. Right off Actually, let, let me phrase it. Sayonara, bro. Bro, right off into the sunset, it's over. But yeah, WWE is in an interesting spot right now. And it's going to be crazy to see how we get through Christmas and then we get into New Year and then we're on the way to the Royal Rumble. And so it, this is going to be a rocky road uh, unless... Vince is winning the Rumble. Oh, God. I've seen that joke more than once and it makes me cringe every time I see it because it's like, if this was Vince WWE, you, I would not put it past him. I'm hoping Triple H has more control and says, no, we're not doing that. But and instead of going for the world title, we get Vince and Shane versus the uses for the tag titles. Vince and Shane with the tag titles. And then the next night they defend against the Paul brothers. Oh, there's a podcast. I think you just have to listen to just for how crazy it would be. Vince and Shane with Logan and Jake Paul. Oh my God. I think the world would implode on that. But all right. That's going to do it for this episode of the Face Turn podcast, part of the Sports City Network. Like I said, we'll keep you guys updated with the Mandy Rose, Matt Riddle, and um, Vince McMahon situations uh, when we talk next, hopefully in a couple of weeks. We're, hopefully, we're going to be in a more consistent schedule once we get into the holiday season and pass into the, the next year. But for the pun master, Mike Rifkin, I'm Noah Trombley. You've been listening to the Face Turn Podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network. Check out the website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com, for great articles, blogs, vlogs, planes, trains, and automobiles. And we will catch you guys next time. Namaste. Um,